Another day, another nighttime routine. You brush your teeth, wash your face, overthink a conversation, and scroll through your social media way later than you promised yourself you would. <gasps> a little voice in the back of your head creeps in, asking, is this all there is? You feel like you're doing your best all day, only to find yourself back in the same spot every night. You don't like being stuck here, but there's also something comfortable about it. It's low reward, but it's also low risk. It's frustrating, but familiar. Yeah. You drift off to sleep and plan to start the next day the same way you always have, thinking it will end the same way it always has, but it doesn't have to. We all experience feeling stuck at times, whether it be in hardships, relationship conflicts, failures that follow us wherever we go, or guilt that feels too big for us to carry on our own. There may be parts of ourselves that we wish we could change, but no matter how many methods we use, we end up right back where we started and resign ourselves to just getting through the day. These moments may feel like dead ends, but with God, they can be just the beginning of the best stories. Simon Peter was one of the most prominent and powerful of Jesus' disciples. He was bold in the face of discouragement, heartbreak, and even his own mistakes. He led countless people through darkness to find God, and his impact is still felt today. But before there was the persistently faithful Peter, surrounded by thousands of changed lives, there was simply Simon, a tired fisherman in a boat with no fish, who had no idea that the best of his life was yet to come. Luke 5, verse 1 to 3. One day, as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. He noticed two empty boats at the water's edge, for the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. Imagine being Peter. You've worked long hours, yet have nothing to show for it. So you call it quits for the day. As you clean your nets, drenched in sweat and trying to shake off your discouragement, you hear that all too familiar voice echo in the back of your mind. What if this keeps happening? What if I keep grinding every day for the rest of my life and it's all for nothing? Enter Jesus. As you see him walking towards you, you notice he has something you seem to lack, a calm, unfazed confidence. Though a crowd is clamoring around him, demanding his attention and energy, he stays steady, walks right up to you and asks you to put the boat back out. Your first instinct might be to scoff and roll your eyes, thinking this guy has no idea the night you had. But for whatever reason, you say yes. You sit nearby as Jesus preaches to the crowd around him. We'll never know what Jesus said that day or whether you could even hear him over all the noise in your own head. What we do know is that you remember how Jesus treated you. The point of this story is not the words Jesus said, but the friendship he built with you that day. One where your failures didn't faze him because he looked at you and would always see your potential. Luke 5, verse four to five. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, now go out where it is deeper and let down your nets 
to catch some fish. Master, Simon replied, we worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, I'll let the nets down again. Back in the boat, a voice cuts through the noise in your mind. It's Jesus. He's done speaking to the crowd, and now he's speaking to you. Though you don't know him very well, he seems to know you and gives you the challenge you need to hear most. It's time to try again. You have two choices. You can stay in the shallow water, safe from any more failure or disappointment. You could turn away from Jesus, offended he'd think you haven't tried everything. Or you could try it his way, taking a risk and going out into the deeper waters of the unknown. Though there'd be no reason to believe things could be different, you could trust that they will be, because this time Jesus is involved. You decide to take the risk, and though you don't know it yet, it's this decision that will change the course of your life. Luke 5, verse 6 to 9. And this time, their nets were so full of fish, they began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners in the other boat. And soon, both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. When Simon Peter realized what had happened, he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, Oh Lord, please leave me. I'm such a sinful man. For he was awestruck by the number of fish they had caught, as were the others with him. As you humble out and trust Jesus, your risk turns to reward sooner than you think. Everyone scrambles to collect a huge catch of fish, but you freeze. This incredible miracle makes you feel incredibly undeserving, and you find yourself telling Jesus to get away. In the light of Jesus' power, your failures become all the more clear. You see, 1 John 1 tells us that God is light. That means the closer we get to God, the more we see everything not just God's incredible power and ability, but our less incredible weaknesses and flaws. It can be tempting to do what Peter tried to do here, distance ourselves, push God and friends away, and settle back into that comfortable, dark corner. But it's when we feel weakest that we should draw closer to God, because in those moments, when God has our attention, we just might find our purpose. Luke 5, verse 10 to 11. His partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were also amazed. Jesus replied to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishing for people. And as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. Rather than seeing only what Peter had done, Jesus was focused on what God could and wanted to do, which was to change people's lives. Besides, someone who knew what it was like to be stuck and to be believed in would be the perfect person to help others who felt the same way. There's no failure big enough, no sin shameful enough, no future impossible enough to hold us back from having purpose. In fact, even our failures have purpose. They give hope to others who find themselves stuck in the same spot, as long as we're willing to trust God when He tells us to get up and try again. So let's reflect as we close. What are some areas that you feel stuck in? Where have you wanted to call it quits, to give up because you've tried again and again and have nothing to show for it? Take some time with God to hear His voice through the noise and take the risk to trust Him and try again. Your story can start here. With God, the best is always yet to come. That wraps up the podcast for today. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe and leave us a nice review. Have any questions or stories you want to hear? Drop us a line at podcast at deepspirituality.com. This Mini Quiet Time is a Deep Spirituality original podcast. It was written by Alexis Colvin, produced by Kenzo Chua, and voiced by me, Amy Query.